Hi, and welcome to this episode of Dawes and Decisions. This one's going to be a little bit different because um, people aren't in today. So this might be a little bit more serious, but a a little less serious. I'm sorry. But it's going to be still the same great information that we always give you guys. It's just going to be probably in a little bit sillier, funnier, entertaining manner um, just because the adults are gone. (laughs) We can do what we want. (laughs) Um. My name is Matthew Getty, and I'm the host of this here podcast. And with me today, I have Mr. Tecumseh Graham. And today's topic is about time and how things change over time and our perception and view of time. Someone much smarter than me said that the only thing that's consistent is change. And so we don't want to look at life to be one fixed idea that will never change. We need to learn to be adaptable and roll with the punches and just learn how to use the different changing conditions to our advantage. So that being said, kind of addressing our first topic, how do you how do you view time and how does how does how does how does time play out in your life? Like I know there's seconds and minutes and things like that, but how does time affect the way you look at things and the way that you approach things? Um, it's funny because you know before before you start to kind of really go down a, a, a I guess a entrepreneurial journey uh, for yourself, you just kind of go about things and you get caught up in a routine and you know time is not really consciously calculated uh, in in your everyday endeavors. You're just kind of like going along with your day. I got to go to work. I got to do this. And so, you know, a lot of times um, spend time doing things that are beneficial for you. You just kind of get into a routine and roll with the punches. And that's just a, that's just a thing that, that happens with us humans. So, I mean, for me personally, I mean, I, time is, is, is of the essence. And it really truly is because you just never know how much of it that you really have. Um, I wake up every morning and, um, you know, thank God. And I truly do. I spend time praying in the morning. Um, and I always, always thank God for the opportunity to talk to him because somebody went to bed last night and then wake up this morning mm-hmm. and that time is over. And so I, I view time as a very precious thing that you have to utilize wisely uh, because you really do only, you really do only live once and you only die once too. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna come back blinking like a Super Mario character. Nothing like that. <laughs> it's not a video game. You don't get another chance. So, um, you know, you have to really value time and what you what you put into it and how you utilize it. Yeah, and like I think of time as more of I don't want to say this time more of a construct and a concept more than an actual fact. Let me prove this. You ever been doing something you liked and an hour went by like ten minutes? And have you ever been doing something you didn't like and 10 minutes went by an hour? So, like, we have to use the time that we're given in ways that's profitable for us. Um, we have to look at the the finite time that we're given and decide how we're going to use it. Everybody gets the same 24 hours. And some people use their 24 hours good. And some people don't at all. Some people's 24 hours go by fast. Some people's 24 hours go by super slow. But we have to understand that like our perception of the time that's passing is dependent on us and how we utilize it. Um, A lot of times, and I've done this before, you kind of go through life and you wake up 
three days later and you got so set in your routine, you really didn't, you weren't actively doing anything. You get into that rut and that rhythm of wake up, go to work, eat, go home, go to sleep, or watch TV, go to sleep, wake up, go to work, go home, watch TV, go to sleep. And by Thursday, you're just like, I, what happened? Right, Where did my whole week go? Right, it was, it was just Monday. <laughs> exactly, and it it seems like that sometimes when you're not consciously assessing the time that you're that's passing in your life, it becomes almost monot not monotonous, but uh, what's the word? Hypnotizing, because you lull yourself into some hypnosis that I'm just going to continue to walk the same way I walked and just continue to live this life. And a lot of people do that. They literally are quote-unquote zombies and continue to do the same things over and over again, wondering why they're not getting no different results because you're doing the same stuff all the time. And you feel like you don't have enough time because you've constructed this routine for yourself that I do these things and I go to sleep and I go to work and then do whatever. Um, so when you really understand how time works and how fast or slow time can go, you begin to treasure that space more because you understand that that hour or that you did watch TV, that 30 seconds that you're on your phone, you'll never, you'll literally never get that time back ever. So that's, uh, that's one thing. <clears throat> that's one thing that I, uh, that I've come to realize, you know, people always talk about how history repeats itself and, you know, never nothing new under the sun, and you know they get all these cliches that they don't know the origins of, and that's that's <laughs> a issue all to itself, right? That, that, that's one of my pet peeves in itself. But I mean, yeah, in, in, a, in a certain in a certain aspect, things do repeat themselves in certain patterns. But you got to think about it in this <clears throat> in this way: there will never be another what's the name, seventeenth? I think so. There will never be another July seventeenth of two thousand eighteen. This day is coming and it is going, and once tomorrow hits, that's that's it. Mm. You'll never see the day again. And you really have to start thinking of time, you know, in, in those terms. Like, you know, like you said, once something happens, you know, you can never get that time back. You know, it, it, it is gone and it's in the history books. So, yeah, and <clears throat> kind of spinning this into to change, like, I think that there's like, this is going to sound really weird, but just bear with me. There's like three, the Cartesian coordinate system, there's three uh, dimensions, X, Y, and Z. So up and down, left and right, forward, backward. There's also a fourth dimension called time because things change over time. So as time progresses, things continue to change. And by you maintaining the same position that you are that you are in over time, you're literally negating the change. You're working against the change that would that's supposed to be happening. So, what does that mean? If you're driving a car, the same 30, 40 miles each way to work forth and back, back and forth, but you never take your car to get oil changes. You never put air in your tire. You never put gas in your tire. You're not changing, and what's happening? Your car is degrading. So think about it that way. When you're changing, not changing over time, you're literally degrading yourself. If you're doing the same thing this year that you were doing last year, that you were doing the year before that and the year before that and the year before that, you're not changing and you're also not growing. 
And that lack of change over time creates like degradation and destruction in your body because you're holding on to last year's model of whatever you're doing. And when you're not, um, when you're not cognizant of the changes that need to be made because changes need to be made, you can't do the same, the same thing all the time, every time. Like that's just against the laws of nature. It's not, not how it works. So um, as you go through life and as you're chasing all these ventures that you have, keep that in mind that if you're not changing, you're dying. Just being completely 100% honest. <laughs> you are, man. You're not, uh, I mean, and it can start, it doesn't have to be a complete, you know, turn over 180 in one day. But just start with little things like, you know, take a different route to work or something like that, you know, just, just add people, you know, just add some spice to your life is the thing that, that a lot of the right kind of spice. Yeah. <laughs> the right, some legal spice. <laughs> <laughs> don't, be, don't, don't be out there talking about we, we, uh, we, endorse we told y'all to do stuff. We didn't tell y'all to do anything. We just said add spice. <laughs> legal spice. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever else you do after that is what you do. Exactly. Don't call me. Come I ain't got no bill money. So, <laughs> so um, but, but yeah, I mean, you know, people talk about, I think I, I mentioned this, I think I might have mentioned this to, to you or somebody the other day, uh, I said, people are not really aware of what they're doing until they become conscious of the things that they have constantly done all the time. Mm-hmm. So when you really become conscious of your yourself, you can like, really start to step back and you almost have like a, <laughs> you almost have an astral projection of yourself. <laughs> like, man, I do the same thing all the time. And, yeah. and you, you begin to evaluate like <clears throat> people's habits. Uh, I mean, I know, I think I've, I've, I've nailed down habits on this podcast several times, but I mean, it, oh, a lot of stuff just flows back to that. You know, if you never really change your habits. You're not really going to change anything. You know, start start reading, start just teaching yourself to read, start teaching yourself to do other things, go to the gym, you know, get out and go take a walk somewhere, you know, just change. And I'm not, you know, I'm not telling somebody to, you know, that you're terrible and you just got to change everything that you do. That's not, that's not what we're here trying to say, but for those who <clears throat> spend, you know, spend your uh, Monday through Friday complaining about your current job, Realize that you, you know, you're, you're not exactly married to that job. You know, if you want to get out of it, go find yourself another job or, you know, not even that. Go learn a skill, you know, teach yourself something so you can get out of that position so you can go and do what you want to do. And and that all starts with, with your your mind, you know. That starts with a conscious change and then will be will manifest itself if you stay consistent and it will turn into a physical change and a chemical change in your mind. Mm-hmm. You know, you will start to uh, chemically produce different, different um, hormones. Hormones. I, I know the word. I just couldn't think. No, <laughs> so <to> produce different. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna see in the, <laughs> the hand movement. <laughs> <movie. laughs> but uh, I was doing some Doctor Strange stuff here. But uh, <laughs> you, you will begin to change, it. and it feels good to to have a uh, you know have a refresh. Like lately. Personally, for myself, I've been changing my eating habits. Like I don't eat, uh, I don't eat so much bad stuff anymore. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, uh, but I, um, I, I 
really started to incorporate more vegetables in my diet as the foundation, as, as opposed to proteins. Uh, and I mean, you can still get proteins and vegetables, but I, I uh, started buying everything, like all the vegetables and stuff that I buy now is like organic or, you know, just just trying to change little things. And I mean, it, it, it's turned out good. And I feel like one thing that's, that has truly changed in that particular aspect is the fact that I haven't when I eat, I don't feel like heavy and weighed down. I don't feel bloated like I, like I do sometimes. So I can go eat a, a full meal and I cut off my portions when I start to feel full so I don't, excuse me, overstuff myself. But then I, I, I can still get up and function. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and it feels great. So just little things like that. And that's just the change because I want to see my, my, my body my body physically change. And it, it's a compound effect because you get to see, you get to strengthen your mind Super loud. He was mad at somebody. <laughs> you get to you get to strengthen your mind and and create a better habit of discipline within yourself, and then you get to see the results of your discipline. Uh-huh. And so it all compounds, and you you know those things. Uh, uh, my brother Matt, Matthew, which I don't call him Matt, so I don't want to say like, like it's really awkward. It, it it's is. just us in here. You can call me whatever. <laughs> Cook. That's what I call him. But you know he he, he said something that. Uh, heard before but he's repeated it you know in the recent past that stuck with me today is how you do how you do anything is how you do everything and so you carry out those good habits with things that it, it will you know spread throughout everything that you're doing it'll spread to your work um, you know hopefully your relationships your in, in, internal extrinsic again in intrinsic uh things going on so mm-hmm. Yeah, discipline, especially in working out or doing your diet, is something that carries over to other aspects of your life because you will very rarely ever see one stick out a a diet where it's restricting foods that taste good and them not work out. You'll very rarely see someone who disciplines themselves to read every day who doesn't take care of their body in some facet. That discipline that you have and that power and control that you have over yourself carries out into other aspects of your life. Because when you really understand that, hey, I'm trying to take care of my body uh, so that I can feel good and so also that I can enjoy life at a higher quality later on, you begin to understand and say, hey, like I probably should take care of my brain. Like I take care of my body. I wouldn't eat good and then sit around and watch TV all day, degrading my brain. Or I wouldn't sit around and drink all day, killing my brain cells if I've worked out all the time. Because that seems counterintuitive. And um, kind of building off that, we have to understand that this is going to sound real weird. You got to understand we're like two people. And if you're not two people, something's wrong with you. And I'll explain this in just a second. You are the person who you are. And you are the person who you need to be. And the person who you need to be is where the discipline comes in. Because the discipline of the person you need to be is the one who tells the person who you are, hey, don't eat that. Hey, you got to work out today. Hey, you should probably read a book instead of watching this Instagram stupid shiggy challenge thing. Like that person that you want to be, if you allow it to and you allow that person in the future to influence your habits right now will carry you and pull that greatness out of you. Because when you think about it, discipline is something that's intrinsic to all of us. You don't get more discipline. You just develop the discipline you have within yourself. There's no discipline counter. I can't give you discipline. I really can't. You can go to the people who say, well, I went to the army to get discipline. No, you didn't. You went to the army so you could learn to use your discipline as you already had. 
Exactly. It's already inside of you. That's a lot of things that, um, that are already inside of you. You don't, you can become a better leader, but leadership is already inside you. You just have to learn how to use it better. Uh, discipline, like I said before, uh, successful habits are something that are already inside you because we're not adding anything new to you. We're pulling those characteristics out of who you already are. And, um, it doesn't have to be anything super big. Like you don't have to go to the gym tomorrow and be like, yo, I'm a bench press 315 because I can't do that. But you can say instead of watching TV, like you go home and you normally just turn TV on for some random reason, just don't turn TV on. And when you're making your plate at food, when you're making food, put everything on your plate like you want. Put some of it back or substitute those chips for baby carrots or something. You don't have to go radical your first day. It's not necessary. When you go curl turkey like that, unless you're disciplined enough to say, I'm not going to go get more food, it's actually more detrimental to you because your body hasn't adjusted to this discipline yet and it's going to relapse. And when your body relapses, it usually relapses harder than you were already addicted in the first place. Because your body is just like, I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it. And that builds up. And so and finally, if you're eating one bag of chips a day, you're going to sit down and eat three. <laughs> you're going to eat three and not move off the couch and watch all the Matrix movies. And um, speaking, of, speaking of the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, I believe we're, we're, we're giving you guys some, some good stuff today because I think, you know, one thing, one of the things I was going to say when he was talking about that was to pull, pull yourself out of the matrix. Yeah. <laughs> pull yourself out of the matrix and take, like, uh, you know, I've been saying this a lot lately, take your life off of autopilot, man. Just get get back, get back control of, of, of the things that you, you know, can do. Like you said, you do have to be two people because here's, here's the thing that, that, here's the thing that uh, kind of, this amazes me about certain about people a lot of times. They talk about, oh well, I can't do this and I can't do that, and I'm in this situation, I'm in that situation, and you know, excuses are, you know, <laughs> excuses. Go ahead and say it. Excuses. Are, <laughs> first of all, excuses are plenty for people, but you know, something else. You know, it's <laughs> our monuments of nothingness, so we won't go too further into that. But think about it this way: when you were a toddler or a baby, you know, whatever age it was that you learned. You taught yourself how to walk, mm-hmm. and you went through. You no, know, you didn't understand the English language. You you didn't know. I mean, of course, your parents were probably talking to you in some high pitched voice, uh, telling you to come on, and whatever it was. They were all excited with what you were doing. But think about the fact that you problem solved by an watching, entire language, right? <laughs> you, you watched what you know your mother and father did. You probably didn't know who they were at the time. They just. You know, so they just take care of you. Two big versions of you. <laughs> but you, you problem solved and you figured that out for yourself on, on how to do it. And you, you stood up, you fell, you stood up, you fell, you kept doing it until you taught yourself how to walk on your own two feet. And that's at a, at a very young age when your mind is not even developed. So to tell yourself that you can't do something is, is very counteractive and it's an insult to, to yourself, to, to yourself and, and, to, and to God who created you. It's, it's a big insult to tell yourself that you can't learn something. One of the biggest things that we advocate for is to unlearn everything that you've learned that you learned. Not not everything. Don't like make yourself you know stupefied, but unwind your brain and take a take a more a 
wider angle of how you look at everything. Mm -hmm. uh, Go ahead. Oh, and like it's it's it happens very subtly. Um, when you talk about the matrix and unlearning, it's it's gonna start happening and it's gonna start happening in ways and. I'll just give you an example. This happened to me today. So <laughs> at my job, they had an art competition and well, an art exhibit in the lobby. And the art exhibit was called On Your Own Time. And I was mad. And let me tell you, I was mad. When you tell someone that their home time is their own time, that means when you're at work, that means it's your job's time. And if it's your job's time, who, who controls your, like if you are under the control of someone else, and they own your time. What does that make you? A slave. Yeah. And I was heated. And it was funny because like two people, I'm like physically upset. Like I'm mad. And at the same time, I'm laughing at myself because it's just like, that's not how they intended it. But that's how little things start. When you start telling well, you do this on your own time. Or I don't think you're ready for this promotion yet. Or like when you tell yourself, I don't think I'm smart enough to do that. Or I don't think that I, I could do something like that. That just seems too difficult. I could never do anything like that. When you get out of the mindset of limiting yourself and you understand that everything that's ever been created was created by everything that's synthetic has been created by a person that was born in the exact same method as you are. Jesus Christ himself came out of a woman the same way you did. There was some other stuff that happened that was special, but he came out exactly how you did. And the moment you realize that and you understand that your phone, I don't even know how my cell phone works, was put together by people. The spacecraft was put together by people. These big old buildings were put together by people. So don't you ever come to me and say, I'm not able to do this because, frankly, you're a liar because it's been done before. Yeah. And if you don't think you can do it, that means you think you're subhuman. If you think you're subhuman, there's certain things you'll accept that regular human people won't accept. And so that's where we get into, I'm going to bring it up because I want to, slave mentality. Kanye West got in trouble with you saying that 400 years, a slave sounds like a choice. First of all, I think he phrased it wrong. I do think I understand what he was saying. There's a difference between being enslaved and being a slave. There's the difference. There's been a lot of people that were enslaved that were not slaves. Uh, what was her name? Harriet Tubman was enslaved, but she said, I am not a slave. And she got up out of there. <laughs> and there's, uh, what's his name? Victor Markle, a book called Man's Search for Meaning. He was in a concentration camp during World War II. And he said that the thing that separated the Jews that died from the Jews that didn't die is the Jews that didn't die said that even though we're in a concentration camp, you can't make me think what you want me to think. I have control of my thoughts. I control what I think. I'm the one that says whether I die or not. And the Jews that just thought, oh, woe is me. I'm at the mercy of this terrible, evil power, which it was. But just by giving them mental power over each other, you've already lost. If you lose the mental war, it's over. It's absolutely over. So guard your headspace. Listen to what you're saying about yourself. Listen to what others are saying about you. When people say things about you, you don't matter how I have to say out loud that they're wrong, but you need to tell yourself in your head, you're wrong. People come to say, uh, you're not ready for this, or this is only for qualified people. You can be like, no, I am qualified. I might not be right now, but I can be qualified. I can do this. It's just a matter of time. So protect your, excuse me, 
Protect your headspace. Don't let anybody get in your headspace. Because at the end of the day, it's all you got. And that's where everything begins. Every action that you've ever taken in your life was predicated, uh, predicated, wrong word, was, I'm sorry, vocabulary. Every action that ever happened in your life was preceded by thought, some sort of thought. Even your heart beating, your brain thinking, like the actual physical neurons and stuff like neurons. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I was like, yo, dang it. I'm gone too deep in the rabbit hole. Can't come back out. Everything is preceded by thought. So make sure that you're protecting your headspace because that's where everything begins. And whatever begins in your head will be manifested out through your actions and through your circumstances. Total agreements with everything. Agreements. <laughs> 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 it works. Yeah, agreement. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, definitely protect your headspace because you know people always will, will tell themselves that you know I can't do this and I can't do that and it's just like uh, again, you already have access to you know you already have access to the things that you didn't know that you have is just getting to them and utilizing them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was something I, there was something that you like sparked when you were talking, but I, of course I forgot. It. Oh, I was like, wasn't that important? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was talk through it. Talk through it. But just, I mean, I couldn't even say it any better than what you said. You know, like, you gotta. Hey, nah, I'm just. I'm so hyped that I'm. <laughs> it is really powerful enough I'm like you know think, think about the fact that you go to bed every night and your you, your body knows to wake you up at a certain time think about how amazing that is and, you know just you really have to think about the little things sometimes the little the little things that really are big things yeah um I'll and, go ahead go ahead and, and and you know believe in yourself have more confidence in yourself I mean you're, you're here you know, there's a lot of people that, that are not here anymore and the time is over. So take take advantage of, of, of life while you still have it and you know, go after what it is that you want to go after as long as it's, you know, something fruitful. Yes. And <clears throat> positive <laughs> and helps other people. No, don't do all that. No, don't do all that. No, that no, I'm saying, no, don't, just don't do that. Yeah. So decide wisely. Um, and we have to I think I think that we as a Western society have been indoctrinated with the theory that certain people are better than other people. And Case in point, number one was slavery. Slavery was justified because the, I'll just go ahead and say it. I'm not attacking any particular people group because none of you guys were alive during slavery. So don't be offended. Um, White people said that black people were not human. And because we're not human, we're definitely not disobeying any rules that were in the Bible because God says don't play slave other humans. But if these people aren't human, we're not breaking laws. We were animals and property and stuff. So that happened. And also, as we've gone from physical slavery, we've gone to mental slavery. We've gone to the point where we've decided that we're going to let these select group of people think for us. And whatever they say is good, we're going to abide by that because we trust these people. And initially, it could have started off as something positive, like, 
if you know someone that's smart, you're going to listen to what they have to say about particular subjects. That's just that's just common sense. But the issue was, is that we were getting this information and we stopped thinking about the information. There's a difference between receiving something and pondering over it and be like, okay, well, that's different. That's interesting. Now, why does this work? Why would we think that rather than just saying, okay, I got the answers to the test. I'm just going to go copy it down and then turn it in because you didn't learn anything. You're not being improved. You're just being another form of slavery, information slavery. And it's trickled down to the way we perceive ourselves. We look at people and we say that, oh, lawyers are different than us or politicians are different than us. And so because they're different slash better than us, we're going to let them do whatever because I'm not worthy as a human individual to attain this level of success. I'm, I'm not good enough to be a millionaire. And the moment you do that, you've literally enslaved your own self by your own words. So now you have the slave and the slave master being embodied by the same person. So essentially you are whipping your own self <laughs> and think about how stupid that sounds. <laughs> You're whipping your own self. Exactly. Think about how stupid that sounds. You're whipping your own self and you have to understand that one, you're not a slave. Two, your slave master is yourself. So just stop. <laughs> it's not necessary to, to whoop yourself anymore. <laughs> you have to understand eyes be free now. And that's more, more than just context of being out of slavery, but eyes be free to be whatever I want to be. You've gone from slavery to being a blank slate. And I think that was, I don't want to say that's, that's not cool. That's a bad word. But that's the thing about liberation. When you're gone from being a slave or being a lesser than and you become free, you're like, I can literally be whatever I want to be because it's like witness protection. You can be whatever you want to be from that point on because you are a clean slate. When you're out of there, you can be like, hey, I think I want to be a carpenter. You can go be a carpenter because you have nothing behind you. Everything behind you is gone. And the only thing ahead is what you want to be. And we have to realize that for ourselves. We have to stop whooping ourselves as the slave and the slave master, become free, and then decide, yo, what do I want to be? What do I want to do in my life? And the moment this happens, it's empowering because you understand that I, I control this. And like, I didn't like this line at first, but like the more that I, I've heard it, the more it resonates with me. I finally understand what freaking dude was saying i am the master of my fate i am the captain of my soul you really are you really are and i used to think like no god is i'm like god is ultimately but god's not gonna get you up off the couch give you six million dollars in a car just because you sat there you got to get up and move fam you got to get up and move god has great things planned for you but you're not gonna get none of it if you just keep eating cheetos and smoking too much weed and not paying attention to work and you're not developing yourself you control your fate in your own hands. That's not outside of God. It's just God can't use you if you're not moving. God can't move and move. God can move immovable objects, but it's more likely that He's gonna move you if you're moving in a certain direction. Anyway, and uh, you know, don't just don't uh, let anybody tell you what your value is, man. You mm -hmm. know, your look. I'm sorry. Your value is intrinsic, not extrinsic. Your value is intrinsic. You are born with value, regardless of what happened. Never mind. Go ahead. No, that's, that's really all I, I had to, 
to add to that, you know, continue moving forward, man, and uh, you keep sparking these thoughts. <laughs> keep sparking these thoughts of what you're saying, but I'm like listening. But he's dropping some, some real knowledge and dropping some deal today, and I hope somebody gets up and, and gets off of their butts and goes and does something today because um, you need to. Mm-hmm. And, and it's it's something that something that him and I uh, realized a few months back that is that it's actually our obligation to succeed. Yeah, it is our obligation to succeed, and I I, I don't think I don't think God would have created you for you to just be lazy and uh, be another you know piece of the puzzle. You know, do 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 something good with yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last thing. So, and we are, I want to say, I want to say this. We use the Bible a lot in the show. Deal with it. Um, God created the heavens and the earth, and he made, like, all the fishes and all the land and everything. He said, it's good. And then he created man and woman, and he said, it's good. Now, I want you to think about Montana, and you're in the, in the mountains of Montana, where it's not like snowy and stuff, it's just trees and everything. And the sun's setting and the sky is pink and birds are flying around and the trees are green and it smells like pine saw outside. And you just think, yo, this is so beautiful. This is so beautiful. And you look, or you're in Santorini, Greece, and you're in the white little uh, hut things and you're looking over the blue water and you're like, this is so beautiful. This is so beautiful. Well, think about it this way. God created all those things and he called it good. Now, those visions that you have, those beautiful sceneries, in the same way that those are good, that's how God created you as a person. In the same way that it's beautiful to look at the globe and how everything works together and how beautiful it is to look at the, I don't know, the Serengeti with all the I don't know, lions and I'm trying to think of animals and so, lions and giraffes. Exactly. Exactly. That entire embodiment embodiment of how beautiful that is, is all wrapped up in the essence of you. God called both of them good. So if God called that thing good and that beautiful thing that brings tears to your eyes to go see because it's just so beautiful, that's inside you. And you're a person and you can move around and you can walk. So think about that. Whenever you think you can't do it, like God called you, you're as good as the goodest thing you can think of. Exactly. about it this way. I told, I had a vision about a week ago. It's really my last thing, but it, it, it's, it's kept me, it's kept me so hyped up. And, I, and I'll tell you why I was, was crazy about it. Um, so just randomly, I had this, this vision of myself on the beach and I, and I, and I do that often. I, you know, I daydream, but I began to really uh, manifest this picture and add detail to it and paint the picture just to keep my, you know, hype myself up. And I was on the beach under, under an umbrella, trees next to me. It's a sunny day, perfect, you know, temperature outside is like 80 something degrees. I'm in a, I'm in a, a lawn chair, a beach chair, whatever it is. I got a, you know, I'm in some shorts by this company called Blue Mint. I know exactly where they're from. <laughs> uh, and, I'm, and I'm chilling. I'm in the best physical shape of my life. It's a, beautiful scene I, I pick up a, a macbook next to me and look to see my a deposit in a bank account of mine of, of 
$3,453,270,033. And that is very specific. And that number kept resonating <laughs> in my head. And like a couple of days out, and I wrote that number down. I wrote that whole thing down. And I, you know, I, I have the vivid details of everything about that. And it's just got me like, it, it's got me pumped up because I know I can accomplish that and so much more. And I wrote that number down and, you know, and a few days later, I actually seen something on TV that had a number close to that. It was like three million five hundred and something thousand dollars. And I didn't, I was just like, wow, that's, you know, that's, it's ironic, but it's, it's not at the same time. It just lets me, it just, it's like a sign mm -hmm. and what you do and take, take that, you know, how you take that and, and internalize it to empower yourself. And like I said, I wrote that number down and that's not even, I'm telling you, that's not even a, a fraction of the money that I plan to earn, <laughs> but it, 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 it pumped me up to continue uh, moving in the right direction, especially uh, having, having a brother like Cooks, man, who is, you know, who pushes me, even though I'm older than him, but I learned from him because he's such a wise person and I, I, I appreciate that. So, uh, you know, you know, get, get around people that are gonna, going to motivate you get around people that are going to help you change and going to, you know, keep in the right direction. And, and that will, and, and do yourself a favor. Don't have any friends who are yes men and yes women. Do yeah. Be, be around people who are going to tell you that you're doing the wrong thing sometimes so they can point you in the right direction. Yeah. Um, there's, I think it's in the Bible where it's like a, a wise man loves rebuke, but a fool hates it. It's not some, I paraphrase that. But um, yeah, your environment is very important. I don't want to go into a whole nother spill, but because I could. <laughs> right, no, we're not doing that. We're at 37 minutes. No, we can't do that today. We should, but no. Um, what time is it? No, we don't do that. Anyway, uh, the very fact that you can see something in your head means that you can achieve it. And when you have a picture as vivid as Tecumseh has, you know that it has to hold some importance. You know, it holds some importance because we still scientifically don't know why people dream. We don't. It comes, the dreams come from a place we don't know about. <laughs> Think about, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Dreams come from a place we don't know about. That being said, never sell yourself short because you are special. And I know I sound like Barney, but Barney was right. <laughs> you are special in who you are right now. You're special right now, whether you are coked out, you're special right now, whether you're drunk, you're special right now, if you're having an epileptic seizure because you took too much ecstasy, you're special right now because God created you special and it's intrinsic, it's not extrinsic. But because you're special, you should treat yourself like you're special and not do those things because your body's a temple and you need to take care of it. And who cares if you get, look up Howard Hughes. It does you no good to be rich and not take care of yourself. But anyway, that's our episode for today. We kind of did our own thing. We did what we wanted to do, so, but it worked out. Utilize your time wisely. Accept, accept and initiate change. Yeah. Roll with the punches and understand that the punches are only there to make you better. <laughs> and figure out what you want and go get it. And don't let anybody, including yourself, tell you no. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>